Every year I get away for a couple of nights to do a business planning retreat where I get to look back on the previous year, see what God did, see what happened in my business, and then look ahead to the upcoming year and plan out all kinds of things, specifically seven areas that I'm looking at in my business. And what I wanted to do was share that process, share that framework with you. So I got away about a week ago for my two-night away retreat. I filmed the process, uh, uploaded it to my YouTube channel, but I wanted to include that here on the podcast. If this is where you listen to stuff here on Apple Podcasts or Spotify. So I've pulled the audio from that video. Uh, and so I'm going to walk through the entire framework and explain everything that I do on my getaway. I think this is really going to help and encourage you uh, the audio is a, it's a little bit different. You're going to hear literally the ocean in the background because I'm literally sitting in my hotel room with the balcony door slider open because it's just like my happy place. So you hear the waves uh, and it's me just sitting at my desk walking through this process. Really nothing too visual that you're going to be missing, just listening to it. I wanted to make sure that you got this framework as well in case you don't watch the videos over on the YouTube channel. So enjoy my seven-step year-end planning retreat framework. I hope it inspires you to do your own, even if it's only one night away or a half day away, even if it's not at the end of the year, it's the beginning of the year or the middle of the year, doesn't matter. This can really, really help you celebrate what's happened and look ahead with some intentionality to what you want to have happen in the coming months. So I hope you enjoy this episode. Hey friend, Graham here. So I wanted to document this process. I told you on my last couple of episodes that I was getting away for my annual business retreat. So what this is, is at the end of each year, I get away ideally for two nights, one full day, go to a hotel. I usually try to go to the beach. I'm at the beach, my favorite place in the whole world, to do a few things to not only end the year well for my business, but prepare for the new year. So what I thought I would do, since so many of you asked, I thought I would document this process, sort of kind of film while I'm doing this over the next couple of days, put it together for you here in this video so I can maybe give you a little peek into how I think about planning and then sort of celebrating and reviewing and then maybe give you a little bit of a format that you might be able to use or use as a jumping off point for your business retreat. You could still do one this year or do one at the beginning of the year. I've done these in January as well. You could do this at any point in the year. Uh, my wife just did one in the middle of July uh, earlier this year. She needed a break. I've done them in April when sometimes I just feel like I'm in the middle of things and I need a reset. I'll get away and do a retreat. The purpose of getting away is twofold. One, to sort of rest and reward yourself. Like go somewhere fun, order takeout or go to the restaurant in the hotel. Just, it doesn't have to be far. Like I'm in town, I just went over to the beach, I'm staying at the hotel. Like you don't have to go far, but getting out of your environment gives you a bit of a break, but also it disconnects you from your normal rhythms. We fall into these sort of hypnotic patterns when you're in the same place, looking at the same stuff, you operate the same. There's two problems when you stay at, the ho at home or at your home office. If you are typically doing stuff at the house, like if you feel like when you're at home you have to get stuff done or you have to pick up your kid's crap or you start to think about the, the chores and the things you gotta do around the house, no bueno. So part of that is getting out of that rhythm so you can't do any chores or can't do anything around the house. And then twofold is you wanna wake up your brain. You want to have a pattern interrupt, you want to, be outside of yourself for a moment and physical stimuli, being somewhere different, sight, sound, smells, all of the above, really, really helps you so that you're like, okay, I'm awake. Now things feel different. Maybe I can pay a little bit more attention. So 
That is why I am here. So let me walk you through what I'm gonna cover in my two nights away. Again, ideally, minimum one night away. So try to do an early check-in if you can, get in around noon, that we have the whole second half of the day, stay up late, eat snacks, and then go to sleep, wake up, and you have the whole morning, do a late checkout. So try to get a solid 24 hours away. But if you can, do two nights, that way you get a full day. So that's what I'm doing. I got tonight, all day tomorrow, and then the half day after that. So there's seven things I'm gonna be covering on my retreat. All right, first thing I always do is count the fruit, okay? Count the fruit. That just means look back. Look back and review what's, what's been going down the last six to 12 months that you can celebrate. If you don't celebrate the wins, you'll never be a happy person. It doesn't matter how much you accomplish, you'll, it'll never be enough. You gotta celebrate the wins. So the first thing is a review, right? And so I'm looking back right now, it's going into 2021, so I'm looking back at 2020 and I'm looking at, look at revenue. How did I do in revenue? Like what are the actual numbers? I've been checking throughout the year, of course, but like what are the final numbers? What is my average revenue? What are some interesting months that had massive spikes or low, low dips? Like take a look at revenue. I'm taking a look at email list, growth in terms of maybe what lead magnets perform best if you have multiple lead magnets. Uh, did I promote a lead magnet with somebody else and brought me a lot of opt-ins? Why did I get that spike of opt-ins then? So I'm just sort of looking at email list growth. I'm looking at my YouTube analytics. So did my YouTube channel grow? Uh, what videos were really popular this year? What videos that are old that were popular this year? Just look at the analytics and just get a sense of what are my top 10 keywords that are getting my videos to show up in search results? What are the top 10 videos suggesting my videos? All that stuff, just take a glance. You should always have a pulse of this, but I'm looking at that. And then I'm looking at big wins. What are the big, big wins this year? And losses, like what, what are the losses this year? A simple two question thing you can ask yourself when you do your review is, what worked this year in my business and what didn't? Very simple. Shay and I, we would do this with our family for many, many years when the kids were really little and life just was exhausting. We'd collapse at the end of a year and say, okay, what worked with our family rhythms and what didn't work? And it's just a safe question because there's probably a bit of both. Start with what worked, start with the wins. What worked in your business this year? You need to write that down because you're gonna forget, you're gonna move on. You're gonna be frustrated about something that's not working and you'll miss the things that did work. So make sure you go through and look at what worked and then what didn't work is totally a great fair question because not everything works. Not everything works for me. I try things that don't work. You launch something, it fails. You, you, you have a new website redesign, it didn't work. You had some tech problems, it didn't work. A promotion thing you were gonna do or a collaboration or an affiliate that you thought was gonna bring in a lot of revenue and it didn't happen, that's fine. Whatever it is, write down what worked, what didn't work. All we're doing is looking back and just taking note of what happened. That's the, the first of seven things. Then it gets into looking ahead to the new year. So for me, number two, I'm gonna be looking at content for 2021. I did a whole video, a whole episode on how to plan out a year's worth of content in one day. And I talk about this, this is what I do every year. Go watch that video or listen to that episode of the podcast. It's real simple, I'm gonna look at my content after the review of what worked, what didn't work, and then get a chance in my right mind to plan ahead at least 50 pieces of content, right? There's 52 weeks in a year, so I want at least 50 pieces of content that would give me a whole year's worth since I post once a week. And I find that I come up with better ideas when I'm fresh, when I'm staring at the ocean, when I'm rested, and when I'm not pressed to get a video up. I'm not like, oh, I gotta get something posted right now. When there's no pressure, I can come up with a list. It might take a while. Sometimes it takes hours. That's fine. I give myself the whole trip away to chip away at coming at 
trip away to chip away to come up with a list of 50 pieces of content. And what this does for you is that at the beginning of the year, you sit down and you've got the whole year mapped out. Now you don't have to do any of those videos. If you're inspired, you jump, go off script, that's totally fine. But it feels powerful to have a year's worth of content ideas with titles already mapped out so that you never have to come up with something last minute. You just go down your list and go, I wanna do that one. Good to go, so I'm gonna do that. Number three, promotional calendar. If you don't have a promotional calendar, you are missing out on revenue. There's something powerful about planning when you're gonna promote something that leads to more revenue. When you're just like doing a flash sale last minute because your bank accounts run dry, that's not how you run a business. That's called scrambling. And if you've done that, it's okay, forgive yourself. I forgive you, I've done it. That's not running a business. We're not gonna do that anymore. We're gonna have a plan. So look ahead at the next 12 months. At the very least, plan something quarterly. Plan to promote something every quarter minimum. In the Recording Revolution, as a bigger business with more products, I'm promoting something every single month. The Graham Cochran brand, I'm kind of hybrid right now. When it was smaller, it was once a quarter. Going into year four right now, so it's probably gonna be a little bit more than once a quarter. It depends on what I wanna promote, how often I wanna promote it, am I opening and closing my membership, am I launching a new product, am I opening up slots to a mastermind, am I promoting someone else's product, whatever it is, whatever you know you want to promote, promote. Which leads to another thing, you might squeeze this in, I'm not doing this because I know I, well, I don't know. I might be launching some new products. There's a question mark, I have a couple of product ideas, they might be pushed back, I'm not sure. If you have new products you wanna launch, this is where you need to plan them out. Realistically, how many can you launch? Which ones should you launch? When should you launch them? How does that fit in your promotional calendar for other things you want to promote? So I'm gonna be covering that. Number four, work schedule. Most people don't ever question their work schedule. Why? Because they just show up and work all the time as if that's the schedule. That's not a schedule, that's just doing what everyone else does. I don't want you to do that. I don't want to do that. So every year I reassess my work schedule. Things change in my family rhythms. A couple years ago we pulled our kids in, out of their school and put them in another school and it's different rhythm. It starts earlier in the day, it's a different part of the town. So our, our morning rhythms change. So I had to change my work schedule, picking up, dropping off. It changes every year. Sometimes it changes halfway through the year. So sometimes things change. Sometimes things didn't work well in your, your work schedule. So you want to change it up. Or if you're like me and you're a crazy person, I like to reduce my work hours every year. So I always ask myself, can I get that done in this many hours? What about this many hours? So the last few years I've been running two businesses in about 15 hours a week. Um, and I'm trying to do even less than that. So it's not only work hours, but when am I gonna work? When are you gonna work? I'm looking at what days I wanna be working and I'm literally even time blocking my days, which I do all the time, but it changes every year um, in terms of what I'm involved with. So I'm looking at literally the time blocks and going ahead and planning that out. So work schedule, plan that out. And then I've got a couple of sort of like vision stuff, the last three, sort of vision for the Graham Cochran brand. I'm gonna look at the next five years. I don't like five-year plans because nothing goes according to plan, especially when you start to plan out in the future. But I like vision, I like to dream. So I'm gonna have a five-year dream. So what if I could dream it up and nothing was impossible, in the next five years, where do I want this business to be? And that's what I want you to ask yourself. If nothing's impossible, if the po impossible is possible, what is the dream five years from now? Not by the end of next year, because that's it's hard to do a lot in one year. You can do a lot. But as Tony Robbins once said, people overestimate what they can do in a year, but they underestimate what they can do in a decade. And that's the principle here. Most people are like, oh, next year I'm gonna launch five courses and a mastermind and I'm gonna write a book and I'm gonna go on the speaking circuit and I'm gonna double my revenue and triple my revenue. No, you're not. 
just slow down, pick a couple of strategic goals that make sense, but what are you gonna do in five years? What are you gonna do in 10 years? People are like, oh, that's so far down the road, I can't do anything. That's when you need to dream big. So I wanna have a five-year dream for the Graham Cochran brand. Uh, I'm gonna look at financial goals, just personal finance goals. For me and my family, I usually like to do all this thinking. I'm kind of the finance nerd in the family, so I'll do a lot of the planning and thinking and then I bring it to Shay. We talk about it. I present goals to her, ideas, things I'm cooking up, and then I, I let her sort of weigh in on it. She'll go, that sounds important to me, that sounds exciting to me, that doesn't. I think this is under, you know, underwhelming. Maybe we could push a little harder, maybe this is too much, slow down here. So I like to think up my financial goals and then bring them to her. And then finally, education and coaching goals. As someone who's educating and coaching others, I should always be being educated myself and being coached myself, and so that's a part of my rhythm. So I wanna get specific, what does that look like for 2021 for me? So same thing for you. What do you wanna invest in for yourself in terms of getting a coach or joining a mastermind or courses you're gonna take or memberships you're gonna be a part of? What books are you gonna read? Uh, it's really, really critical that you invest in yourself with education, and it doesn't have to be my education. I'm not plugging myself, but have a plan for your coaching and your continued education. Maybe it's industry specific, maybe it's business specific, both are great. Maybe it's just personality, personality examination, self-assessment, maybe it's counseling or therapy or anything like that. Life coaching, anything to invest in yourself, so, so important. Speaking about books, that's another part of my getaway I wanna show you. All right, I got my Publix bag and I uh, got some books in here. Let's see what we got here. We got Psycho-Cybernetics, Maxwell Maltz. This book will blow your mind uh, all about the subconscious mind and how the brain can control so many things. The Big Leap, Gay Hendricks, amazing book on sort of finding your zone of genius and uh, thinking bigger. Uh, what we got? The Prosperous Coach, Steve Chandler, Rich Litvin. This is great if you do coach people uh, because it, it's a great way of getting leads basically, but it's, it's just an encouraging book on how to think about what is the purpose of a coach? Why does it matter? Um, think and Grow Rich, Napoleon Hill. I've been talking about my mastermind lately. I love this book, except for the end, it gets a little squirrely, but I like sort of the mindset. I like the subconscious. I love the mastermind principle. Um, think big and, and dream big. It's a pretty good book. And then I got, let's see, a couple of financial books in here. Oh, dude, possibly the best personal finance book of all time. The Richest Man in Babylon, George S. Klassen, about a hundred year old book. It's written like a parable and it'll just blow your mind in terms of thinking about basic personal finance stuff that if people actually did this, they would be very wealthy, but most people don't. And you can't beat the Bible, probably the best one of them all. Uh, I spent a lot of time at this retreat reading and praying and listening to what God has to say to me about my business. And in case you're wondering, I've read all these books. What I do, I bring this satchel of books that I've, all, I've read all of them, I review them. So I, when I like to read books, I like to read them cover to cover and I underline as I go, or if it's on a Kindle, I highlight. And then I like to come back and reread chapters from time to time, or just reread underlined portions of what I thought was interesting at the time. And that's what I've done here. So I brought stacks of books, um, some that I read recently this year, some that are mindset, some that are business, some that are finance. Uh, and I'm just going to go through each one of them, just thumb through and look at the underlined stuff. Some of it's from years ago, 10 years ago I underlined this stuff. But I like to review it to get back in the mindset of what uh, I'm 
excited about, what I was excited about back then, what made sense to me, uh, to be refreshed. So, love doing that. The Bible, like I said, is the most important book in my life. I, I try to read it almost daily, uh, but especially here because I really need God to tell me what I'm going to be doing in my business next year. I don't know if you believe in God. That's totally fine if you don't, but he's a huge part of my life, and I wouldn't be in business if it weren't for him. Lost my job, two jobs in one year, and it was... I feel like God's speaking to me to tell me to start a business in 2009 when it made no sense to me. And he's been guiding me and directing me the entire time. So I read, I study, I pray. I'm going to go walk on the beach and spend some time in meditation and prayer with God and, and enjoy some of that. Also, I like books. I like the Bible. I like God. I also like snacks. So I've got, let's see what we got here. M&M's, peanut M&M's, peanut, uh, butter M&M's protein bar, nuts, and bottles of smart water, which I hope make me smart. Anyway, that's sort of the plan. So that gives you a sense of like what I'm doing, what I'm up to, and I hope that inspires you to plan your retreat. It's not too late. You can do it now. You can do it at the beginning of the year. You can do it at any point of the year. It doesn't have to be two nights away. It could be one night away. It doesn't have to be far. It doesn't have to be expensive. All that matters is that you get away and plan. My brother-in-law, he's rented a co-work space in downtown Tampa. He's not even going away for the night. He's just getting away for the day out of his home office, out of his responsibilities with his kids, just one full day in a different space to plan and prepare for the new year. That works too. So two questions for you. One, have you done a retreat like this? Do you do a normal retreat for your business? If so, let me know below. If you don't and haven't ever, will you consider doing one? Leave me a comment below and let me know. That would be awesome. I'd love to hear where you're at on your retreat and planning journey for the new year. And I'm excited for your business. If I can be of any help in any way, let me know in a comment below. Glad to help you. Thanks for watching. Thanks for hanging out. Wish me luck. I got to go do some planning. Hey, I hope that was helpful. Thanks so much for listening. And uh, if you haven't already, leave me a review on Apple Podcast and let me know what you think about the show. And uh, you can always shoot me an email, graham at grahamcochran.com and engage with me there. Let me know what you're dealing with, how your business is coming along and what you'd like to see on an upcoming episode. Really wishing you a Merry Christmas and a Happy New Year and excited for a bunch of new content I got planned for you. Uh, so stay tuned and uh, here's to your business kicking butt and uh, impacting a lot of people in the next 12 months.